Recording in progress. Here we are once again. Okay, here's my here's my vocal warm up. It's um. <coughs> oh no! You're gonna to vote. the line where the sky meets the sea. It calls me, <laughs> and no one knows how far it goes. Do we really? Are we? We've got it. If the wind and my sail and the sea stay behind me, one day I'll know. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish everyone could see me and Gary's face right now. Yeah, yeah I just got erectile dysfunction because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, erections. I'll see you in 10 years. I'm not good at singing, but I really like to sing. So um, Even better, buddy. So fuck everyone. And also, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Uh, hello, my name is Brady Birkenmeyer. I'm Brent Wilkinson. And I am Gary Berg. And this podcast is completely unsolicited. And completely riddled with fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, play your song. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm a little fucking slow today. <laughs> <laughs> Fricks. Uh. What up? What up, motherfuckers? Uh, we are back. Uh, it's been a minute. Our lives are in shambles uh, week to week. It's mm-hmm. just we're just mm-hmm. barely. Actually, Gary seems fine. Honestly, thanks. Like, me and Brad. <laughs> oh, my life is a festering Gamora. Yeah, life is uh, horrible. Uh, but, you know, it's just all about the friends you made along the way. Uh, Brent has covid. I do. Um, so that is cool. Yay. There's a big, uh, I don't know if you guys, have you heard about guys, this? You guys heard about this? this I've worked, a- uh, I worked really hard to get it. And uh, finally, <laughs> I had my time. <laughs> you did. You did it. Follow your dreams, bro. Yeah. You did it. There's some dude at work that likes to yell into my mouth. It's pretty fucking <laughs> great. Yeah, just quit French kissing oh all those my dudes. God, <laughs> how can I? Oh, I would beat a dude to death for fucking yelling in my mouth. That sounds like the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah, I was a germaphobe before a fucking global pandemic. <laughs> Yo, me too. It, everyone's like, "Hey, those gas station pump handles might not be as clean as you think." I was like. <laughs> Whoever fucking thought those things were clean? Someone with like a t- yeah, the keto in one hand and the gas pump in the other, and you're like, you're going to get AIDS. Yes, I don't yes. care. I'm not a germaphobe. I'll eat a sandwich I find in a honey bucket. I don't give a shit. Oh jeez. I mean, in some ways, I uh, I envy you. Depending on the definition of sandwich, that could be a really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's remember payphones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. pay phones. Are you kidding me? Like, that's something that you just put your mouth completely on and everybody <laughs> just used them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. In the mill yeah. I used to work at, they have the um, telephones that go over the speakers in the place, you know? Yeah. But everybody farts in them all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just imagine people getting pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> It's the worst thing ever. Uh, okay, guys, we are back. We did get an email. Once again, if you'd like to email this podcast, uh, you can do so at completely unsolicited at gmail.com. If you uh, remember our last episode, we did some haikus. 
and we got it was a little bit of a contest uh so we did get uh we got some some just great just great feedback responses um you want to announce the winner brady i know you're fucking itching to do it i am itching to do it uh the winner is me um, one by one fucking uh, vote, i won by Break one out. vote Break uh, out. And gary and i tied for second <laughs> that's right and in that we mean that there was one fucking email so thanks everybody Thanks for participating. <laughs> Thanks for participating That's just like our friends. Stupid thing that we're doing. You guys can't be bothered to fucking shoot out an email um, while you're sitting there drunk. Like, who cares? But this comes from <laughs> Dale Groff. Uh, he says, three dicks. Speak of dicks. Good luck on your journey, man. T-Rex is the best. And that was mine. The, Solid uh, haiku. So he gave us a haiku. Drops the shit. Uh, he also added, uh, love the show, you guys. So that was very kind. Great. Uh, once again, please do email us. Uh, it's just nice to uh, have feedback or anything you guys want to do. We've got another little little silly segment that's like the haikus this time. So, uh, you know, we'll pump it as we go. Uh, but let's get to the most important fucking thing that we do on this show. The reason we're all here. And there was Brent even said as we're like trying to figure out what this podcast is and what we want it to be. And I think that it, truly we are journalists. Um, <laughs> truly, truly. Because it's our favorite segment, a dick news. Dick news. Let's uh, let's get this. I am a sick fucking bastard. So you get the lazy dick news song, which. COVID dick. COVID, COVID dick. dick. Oh, two seconds. You like that? All right, you've got my interest. <laughs> That's just in. <laughs> That's just in. <laughs> Stay away from that Hitler fella. He's a real bad egg. <laughs> Brent didn't make a, uh, a song this week because he's riddled with COVID. What's riddled your with COVID? What's your excuse? Come on. Well, um, at least I'm not doing as bad as this poor fella. Uh, this oh, that's right. You sent us pictures. You. Piece of there, shit. there are pictures for you guys too. I don't uh, want to look at these pictures. Penis rots after a cobra bit man while on toilet in South Africa. No, no, that's such oh, a bad see, picture. I was just talking about that. How I was always scared of a snake being in the toilet. There, it's also real. this guy probably had a pretty ugly dick to begin with. Is my They're guess all ugly? <laughs> no, the, guess. the healed one still looks like like it's kind of a kind of a bummer of a situation down there yeah regardless um so what happened to this poor f oh god i oh, i looked at the next one yeah you like that oh. too, don't you? yeah that's oh, uh, oh. Snape. Mm -hmm. don't fuck with them no so what happened to this poor fellow how did how did he end up getting bit on the penis by a snake well this 47 year old man otherwise healthy male was on holiday in south africa you know at a nature reserve and while toileting, they cleaned that up real nice. Great. He's taking a shit. What? Toileting? Is toileting a word? That's a fantastic word. I think I'll go toileting today. <laughs> Sounds like an event, like an afternoon. Uh, Martha, I'm going <laughs> toileting. Yeah, totally. Marion. Marion. Yeah, Indiana Jones is afraid of snakes. And probably no, Dick Trump. going to be afraid of toilets in South Africa, Brady, because this one uh, chomped his gens. Oh, no. Tell me the article says chomped his gens. It does not. The Damn species it. was identified as a snouted cobra. 
and he waited three hours for transport by helicopter to the nearest trauma center. During this time, he felt a burning sensation in his genitals and a pain that ascended through his groin to his flank, which I thought was like a cut of meat. That's kind of strange. What the fuck's a flank? Is a flank a <laughs> penis part? Oh, my flank's sore. I don't fucking know, man. Upper chest and abdomen. He also reported vomiting, but no neurological symptoms, which apparently this can affect your thinker. So don't get bit. Okay. We have incomplete details of the patient's acute care in South Africa. On arrival at the hospital, it is known that he was hemodynamically stable. And what's that mean? Blood blood thing? Hemo is like a blood thing? Like blood pressure and everything was fine? I seen a thingy on the interwebs where they take uh, it's like a Petri dish of blood and they put in like a couple of drops of like, I don't know, some some snakes venom and the whole Petri like it's just, it just congeals. It becomes a fucking. Yeah, I've seen that it becomes too. like one of those like Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage things like it's no. so crazy. Jello shot it turns your blood in into. Yes, a jello shot of blood. Yeah, <laughs> it turns your blood into not blood anymore. Yeah, that's not easy to pump through the old veins. This guy had some swelling of the gens and some deep purple discoloration. I like deep purple. Deep purple's great. Indicating scrotal necrosis. Scrotal necrosis is an awesome metal band name, too. That is a, that (laughs) is, yeah. We are scrotal necrosis. Uh, so they did a bunch of shit. Uh, medications and dosages unknown. They were just fucking throwing shit at the wall to see what would stick. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> and he was admitted to intensive care for observation. During admission, he also received a bunch of other drugs for fever. And then a urologist performed surgical debridement. Oh, no. What's that look, word mean? Look what debridement, man. I don't know what that okay. means. You're unmarrying something. So you're cutting something away from something else, I think. Is oh, God. Removal of damaged tissue or foreign objects from a wound. Yeah, they were cut, yep. cutting the, the, the icky bits. From cutting his, the icky from, bits. <clears throat> by, and by which you mean necrotic tissue from his penis. Icky bits from the good bits. Yeah. So <sighs> I did. I did just look up. There is actually no band called scrotal necrosis. So if anybody wants to use it, it's open. Oh, shit. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm, indeed. We want a special thanks on your first album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so getting back to this guy's dick um it says here that his shit was all fucked up uh-huh. and that his dick sucks now yeah <laughs> the official, official reports in your Walter Cronkite basically we are journalists we are journalists uh, and that's the way the dick crumbles um, yeah it's really bad and they were able to put it back together there are pictures yeah I've seen the pictures and they look like what I can only describe as a, a window into his dick oh lordy heaven first, it looks like a boxing glove the the first picture is like the dick yeah. has become a boxing glove there's like a, a, a catcher's mitt from the 1940s or something yeah and there's like a <laughs> distinct like this is where the thumb goes but it's a dick it looks like his dick has a thumb oh god really really that bad. looks the second picture where it's kind of healing here mm-hmm. it, it looks like robert de niro when he was frankenstein's monster you remember that movie yeah oh it wasn't very good but robert de niro played frankenstein's monster for a minute and they had this is what it looked like Mary Shelley's. Was that what it was? That was Mary Shelley's uh, Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah. So after uh, six days, a full thickness graft was harvested from the groin and placed over the penile defect. At the uh, year year follow-up, wounds had healed up pretty well. Okay. And penile function and sensation had fully recovered. Wow! Because of a pulling sensation on the scars, the plastic surgeon performed a Z-plasty. Renal function remained slightly impaired. So... Oh, it still can't. Still still pretty fucked up, but there's... But his dick gets hard... And it, someone out there letting him stick this awful thing in him still. This Damn. is why the women are mad at us is because 
we won't let abortion be legal, but we will fix an erection with <laughs> all of God's tools. Like <laughs> impotence is like God being like, you don't get a dick anymore. But we're like, no, 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 fuck that. <laughs> but then as soon as like abortion gets brought up, we're like, no, 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 that's a sin against God. So, yeah. is, <laughs> so is Viagra, motherfuckers. Like <laughs> them putting uh, this guy's dick back together was a slap in God's uh, face. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that guy's going to have to find a girl that really loves his personality. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she was just like snakes and is like into it because of the story. Could Dorothy. be. Mm-hmm. I saw a documentary called Unhung Hero. Uh, it's about a guy who became kind of famous on viral videos or whatever on the interwebs because he proposed to his girlfriend at a baseball game and she turned him down, like right in front of everybody. And the bu- video went viral. Yeah. Was- As it turns out, she turned him down because his penis was too small. That was like the official word that she gave. So, you know, completely like heartbroken guy, like, you know, poor fella. But like he goes on this journey to like, can you make your penis bigger? Like, how do you do that? Like, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the documentary, he's just he he, he sits sitting there like doing an interview with the man with the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest penis. <laughs> and they're both just like, yeah, man, girls hurt our feelings. Like <laughs> it's like this guy with like a little tiny wiener being like, girls don't like me because my wiener is little. And then the guy with the biggest penis in the world. And he's like, girls only like me because my penis is big. And they're both just like, oh, oh. no, I just want to give them both a big hug. It's going to be okay. They should hang out yeah. with the fucking snake dick guy and he can be like, fuck both of you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fucking both. <laughs> Dread's faces. I got a fucking toilet you can go sit on. They had to <laughs> unbridle some shit from me. Okay. So that's great. So is that your dick news? Yeah. Poor fella. I like that one because it ended uh, happy. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, now I have some news. So this is. Yeah, my segment, which I want to start calling as one does. Um, Man almost loses penis after matted pubic hair cuts off circulation. Oh, I read this. I read this. This is as one does as one does. Uh, An Australian man nearly lost part of his penis after uh, errant pubic hair. That's a weird descriptor for pubic hair after errant pubic hair ensnared the tip and cut off its circulation like a grotesque garrote. So he had a, a pube grew around his dick and choked it out, put it in a arm bar. So, yeah, choke <laughs> hold. Sleep, go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. Submit, submit. Tap out, bitch. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> why does, when that starts happening, why don't you just look down at your dick and be like, hey, there's the problem. Yeah, I think I would have figured something out's wrong. I'd exactly. Like, what like, that? That's what makes the story weird. <laughs> Maybe he was a big fat dude that hadn't seen his dick in a while or something. Oh, that could be. I relate. But still, the pain. Oh, anyway, he specifically <laughs> suffered from hair tourniquet syndrome, which is apparently a syndrome that we needed on this earth uh, in which hair or thread becomes tightly tangled around the genitals, fingers or others extremities, generally affecting children because children are dumb. You know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, of course. Yeah, I do know what you mean. <laughs> it usually only affects kids because kids don't know to take the fucking string off your fingers before the finger falls off. But this man was 57 year old uh, G Long native i don't know what g-long is <laughs> g-long pubes reported <laughs> <laughs> to a family doctor after suffering extreme pain and swelling in his glands the scientific term for the penis tip 
Oh, the scientific. Oh, your penis scientific, tip is a gland. The scientific term for the penis tip is gland glands. G L A N S. Glands. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, for two weeks before he went to go see a doctor. He could have just um, tipped the fucking hair and he did. He... Nope. This is a New York Post article, so so of course it's terrible. Yeah, but yeah. it's uh, it says, however, medics didn't notice the culprit as they didn't check under the hood, thereby <laughs> allowing his symptoms to worsen. Oh, so he was um, an uncircumcised dick too. That's right, and it's like underneath the. It was hidden. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's there's not. A... There's not a hair growing underneath. There's a hair no. entering. And it got grabbing. in. Yeah. Exactly. It just got in somewhere, yeah. For some reason, that reminds me of like Disney Mickey and the Beanstalk when like the beanstalks are growing all crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, after uh, steroids failed to alleviate his agony, the patient was referred to a different hospital. Barber. There, they just... <laughs> a little off the top, please. They're like, we can't. No one can figure this out. Like, well, did you look at his penis? No, that's gross. gross. <laughs> I don't want to look at that. I'm a, I'm a doctor. I don't have to be looking at dicks. I got some clippers in my bathroom, man. I like my ball bag to look like Howie Mandel's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> you mean with an inflated plastic glove on it? Because that's what Howie Mandel's head looks like. Sure. There, uh, an examination. Somebody finally looked under his foreskin and, of course, revealed a complex hair tourniquet of short matted hairs. Um, it had horrifyingly encircled the area beneath the glands. There's that word again. Not gland is a right. Doesn't gland have a D in it? Like yeah. I'm talking about my uh, a gland has a D, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. So this is a G L A N S is apparently the tip of your penis. Didn't know. Learn something new on the show every day. Every day. Uh, doctor speculated that the pubic hair collected under the foreskin after significant accumulation and time, the single strands matted together, forming a tight ring. It's unclear why the patient let things deteriorate to that point. Yeah, it's pretty fucking unclear. Well, but, oh, but they do mention maybe some anxiety and depression. Like maybe the poor fucking guy just couldn't get out of bed and couldn't get a hair off his dick. You know, that guy needs to respect his dick more. Yeah, you just do whatever you're doing, pubes. I don't even know <laughs> you give a shit. <laughs> just feral pubes. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if this dude uh, made it. Um, made it into our news segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so they got it all right so that was a fun story that was beautiful yeah here's another one from vice another reputable news source another reputable news source exactly so the title of this is uh this guy is coming out his ass <laughs> so a rare complication from a catheter might have made a man ejaculate through his anus for two years this is my newscaster voice um, a man spent two years nutting out of his butthole before <laughs> seeking help in a case that perplexed and impressed researchers. The study titled A Curious Case of Rectal Ejaculation. That's just the best Brad Pitt movie. <laughs> so also another great metal band name. <laughs> yes. What was the first one? Scrotal? Scrotal necrosis. necrosis. Oh, man, they're opening up for rectile ejaculation, bro. We got to do this. Yeah. It's a brutal show. Stay away from that pit, man. I know you will. <laughs> head ripped off. You'll suffer. Man, how do you even come out of your butt? Like, you got to have some major pipe. Re yep. So that's what work. happened. The pipes are uh, all fucked up, man. Yeah. 
he described a patient who sought treatment after five days of a pain in his balls and two years of a substantial amount of semen shooting out of his rectum. Two years. And his balls filled with shit. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, if it was like hooked up backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oops. That's a little like that's God having a laugh, though. That's, like, yeah, it's that, a little fun. That is a little fun. So, well, anyway, uh, when a 33-year-old man went to a CT scan for his pelvis, doctors saw that uh, he had a rectal prostate fistula. Now, a fistula is a fun medical word that means tear where there shouldn't be no tear. Yeah, I've heard of uh, Kevin Smith does a great bit on his anal fistula. It sounds like what this is. Uh, yeah, but it's inside. It's the prostate. Well, you wouldn't have an anal fistula, fistula. outside. No, no, no. But the uh, but the anal fistula is like on the anus, the anus, the uh, the actual the donut hole. The like, you know what I mean? Sphincter. <laughs> Sphincter's the word. Thank you. You know, your body has a whole bunch of sphincters. It's oh, not yeah. just that one that you're famous yep. for. I've got very, very bad, um, very bad acid reflux disease because of a faulty thing. This is shit I did not know I was going to learn today. Yeah. Yep. But now <laughs> you have, uh, let's see, a rare condition where the body develops a hole that connects the rectum with the lower urinary tract and creates all kinds of problems. And then it says in parentheses, like shit in one's piss and vice versa. I love vice. Ugh. Um. In this man's case, the hole created a new passageway for his sperm to travel instead of flowing out of his dick. As one might expect, it took a left turn into his anus. <laughs> um, it never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the story, man. Like, they were able to patch the hole with surgery and made a full recovery. So, uh, <laughs> but for two years, without seeking medical treatment, uh, semen leaked from his asshole. <laughs> okay, so this might be the, the mm -hmm. COVID fever talking, but did it dribble or did it squirt? <laughs> I want to know. Could you like, could you shoot a load on her feet? <laughs> What's going on here? I want to know. Man, there'll be. You can find the porn for it. I bet. <laughs> I yeah, you'd be scared there. to fart. Like, I don't want to fart. Oh. I don't know what's going to happen down there. God in heaven. <laughs> I just came in my pants and it's not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the poor guy. Just yeah, awful. Just, he, got, he went to the doctor. He got his shit taken care of, right? Uh, he did. He got all patched up. And that's the end of my genital stories. If anyone has ever had this happen to them, please email us. Yeah. We're completely unsolicited at gmail.com. We want to know um, if it dribbles or if it shoots out. If you yeah, leave out, leave out no details. We want we, it all. We want it all. <laughs> we got to know. Oh, no, yeah, we, yeah. We're journalists. <laughs> we're we journalists. to know these things. On the caliber of vice. I've got a, I have one more news story. It doesn't have anything to do with genitals. Oh, do it. Uh, and it's actually from the BBC. So this is like a story that actually happened. Officials uh, in the U.S. state of South Carolina, I like when the BBC covers us, um, say they will not pursue charges against a boater who rescued a drowning man before shooting him dead. Um, Nathan Drew Morgan, 29, was shot by an unnamed 74-year-old man. Uh, it says last Tuesday. I don't remember when I grabbed this article. But what happened was this old couple, this 74-year-old man and his wife, are out on a boat, and they discover this young dude uh, and his girl are, like, in the water while they're uh, jet ski has like taken off on them. 
So they rescue him out of the water. They're like stranded. Then the guy is completely sound shit based, uh, started fighting with the old man, I guess, like being like, let's go get the jet ski, you piece of shit. And he's starting to get all crazy and violent. They like throws him into the water again uh, to just be like, defuse the situation, like chucks him off the boat. And then the old guy has to like circle back around and like save this guy from the water for a second time. Um, at which point he like gets brought back onto the boat. He continues to be violent. So the 74 year old man shoots him to death after saving him twice, which is a net gain. International <laughs> waters, bro. It's uh, yeah, I don't think it was. I think it was, just whatever. <laughs> it was at the public pool. It was an inflatable raft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the YMCA in downtown. So that's a pretty wild story. But overall, I think the guy's still sort of a hero. Like if you save a guy twice, but you only kill him once. Yeah, you still are up one. Like that's still good, right? Like Jesus is still like on your side. You could you could kill another dude. You got credit. Oh shit, (laughs) you could. Just to get you back to base, back to zero. Well, that's fun. So that's the end of my news uh, story. You got a wiener tail, Gary. You said you had something. Oh, a slight one. um, Okay. Because um, in West Cambodia, the government's actually had to ask people to stop picking um, the Nepenthes Holdini plant. That okay. is more commonly known as the penis plant. Okay. Uh, because it looks like a penis and everybody oh, that's just awesome. keeps picking them. So they're becoming an endangered plant. It would be weirder <laughs> if it didn't look anything like a penis and they just called it the penis plant. Oh, <laughs> um, it kind of does. Like a little mutilated, like maybe some of those pictures you showed. But I mean, yeah, it resembles a dick. <laughs> looks like a penis that's been bitten by a cobra. It's- <laughs> yeah. The article actually said that if they asked girls specifically to stop picking them. Oh, right. It's Gary, got like four skin. Brady, like, show I that get, to me. Put that I get, the camera. I get how they, like you can see it's extremely phallic, obviously, but then here's the second picture where it's like, oh, it's clearly got a four skin thing yeah, going on. That's, that's, the da- oh, that looks, looks a little different. Yeah. It looks a little, it looks like a dog's red rocket more than like a human penis. I actually looks a lot nicer than that dude who got his dick bit by that cobra. Here's a girl taking a selfie with it. Yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about right (laughs) there. That looks very much like a male. Yeah, that sure does. They're becoming endangered, apparently. (laughs) They're becoming endangered because people keep picking them all. (laughs) Look, it's like a dick. Let's go penis picking. Have a nice day of penis picking. (laughs) We as yeah, as if we have any fucking right to be like, man, they're so immature. Those women. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay. Different level than us. I respect nature and uh, yeah, exactly. And we would never laugh at uh, genitalia. Uh, okay, this next segment, Gary has some words. What is this segment oh. like about? What does it do? <sighs> what is the thing? I really don't know. It's okay. just entertaining to me because I think these words are just funny. And what kind <laughs> and of I, words are they? They're like uh, they're like fr- yeah, old timey like French Renaissance words. You That's know? fun. Okay, um, it's like just what people actually called people back then, and I just yeah. don't grasp it. One of know? my professors in school used to do like an old timey baseball league where they would like dress like baseball in the 1800s or whatever. Mm. And they they had a list of like old timey cuss words. Oh, yeah. You know, where you'd like you'd have to be a character while you're playing baseball. (laughs) Yeah, you had to like stay in character. It was like a it was like a uh, like a Civil War reenactment, but like less racist. (laughs) You know what I mean? Nice, nice, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Like one of these words is ninny hammer, which is a simpleton or a fool. 
A ninny Simple hammer. Yeah, ninny hammer. Just walking around the street, calling people ninny hammer. A ninny uh, hammer. <laughs> um, there's Hobbledy Hoy. I like that one. Well, that, I like that one a lot. Which is an awkward young man. Yeah. Uh, Why? Like maybe he's got the rickets or something. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Like he's, he's like walking like all hobbled. Like uh, like he's picked too many of those weird penis plants in his exactly. life. Exactly. Um, so uh, Petty Fogger, which is a lawyer whose methods are underhanded or disreputable. Is it Fogger? Penny Fogger. Petty Fogger. Petty Fogger. Petty Fogger. Okay. Fogger. Sir, you're a Petty Fogger. Your honor, my lawyer is a pettifogger. Everybody goes, oh, 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 snap. No, sir, you are a ninny hammer. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Dropping a lot of hard R's. On <laughs> hard R's. <laughs> my favorite is Molly Coddle, which is okay. a pampered man. Kind of like a prissy boy. You Molly yeah. Coddle. I'm kind of a Molly Coddle. <laughs> I'm a, uh, one of them fancy lads. I'm like a fancy yeah. lad. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. yeah. I was watching the other day uh, on Netflix or something. I think there's a show called uh, Metal Band. It's about these kids who are starting a fucking metal band. Right. You know? OK. Well, then one of the rival bands in that, which was kind of a prissy band. Right. The preppy kids. Their name was Molly Coddle. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I've never heard this word before. And now. <laughs> I think that next week we should all make up our own old timey word. Oh, we could play that game <laughs> oh, yeah. like um, like where one thing's true. We'd have to look, like we'll it. text about it, but we could we'll have to figure out the logistics of that. But yeah, yeah, I like we it. We could like uh, try to come up with and then you have to decide which one's true. Once again, the producer is telling us to move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the next thing is the six word uh, stories. Oh, yeah. I so, like this. Um, in case anybody doesn't know. He, this is an apocryphal story uh, by Arthur C. Clarke, uh, who says that he was hanging out with Ernest Hemingway one day and <laughs> apparently in the 20s, a bunch of dudes drinking in a bar with Hemingway were like, hey, Hemingway, you're a big story writer, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> hey, how short could you make a story and have it still like be a story? And Hemingway being Hemingway, again, this is told from the perspective of Arthur C. Clarke, but you can see Hemingway being this way. He was like, fucking, I bet you 10 bucks, motherfucker. I could write a story using only six words. And, you know, it's 1920, so 10 bucks is a lot of money. And uh, I only six words, and that motherfucker make you cry, bitch. Like, it'll be a story. Like, it'll be the technical definition of a story or whatever. Hemingway said, okay, so they he's like, okay, bro. Like, again, I can't, like, I like to imagine this bar scene where everybody's <laughs> like, let's make the writer do his craft for us. TV does not exist. So he's like, all right, bros, back up, back up. I'm gonna, I got a Hemingway out here for a memento. And he like steps away for a second to like write his six like, word yeah, story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, oh yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Oh. And, yeah. And then Hemingway comes back to them and uh, and he reads out this six word story. And it's just uh, two words, period, two words, period, two words, period. And it says for sale, baby shoes never worn. And according to Arthur C. Clarke, um, the fellow uh, uh, patrons, they paid up without a word. And every time Arthur C. Clarke recounted uh, this story, it made him cry, Aww. which 
I think is fucking beautiful. And so what this is, uh, an example of what's called flash fiction, and it's known for its extreme brevity, and it still offers like character and plot development, just like the story. For sale, baby shoes never worn. You know what happened. Somebody's baby died. Somebody was excited about their baby coming into this world, potentially, or or whatever. And they're like, they bought the booties beforehand. Like, they, they're, they're all excited to have this child in the world. And then something happened. It was taking a dump and a snake came in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Got COVID. <laughs> yep. oh, no. So something happened and now it's they're selling tough. these shoes and they were never worn it's by the child. Yes, it's, it's so it's a, exactly it's evocative imagery that sets up, you know, a plot and even some characters to some extent. And yeah, so I've got a couple of examples. Yeah, so Brady um, asked us with all writing a six word story. That's right. I so I told I told these struggled with this. Shit. Did you have trouble with it? Yeah, I, I I couldn't get it. OK, I do uh, have one, go- but I, I was did it. Was it supposed to be in just six words, no matter what? Like, yeah, or OK, because I did two different sentences, three words each. That's fine. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to have to accept it. Like it's already written. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, so why don't you guys go? Just uh, Brent, give us what your six word story is. Uh, why don't I go second or third? Okay. Really bad. I'm, I'm playing Gary. The other I wrote the haiku. I'm like, this was really nerve wracking. <laughs> I kind of couldn't stop doing it. I wrote six of them and it was like, okay, I got to stop doing this. Or maybe it's only just five. See if you can make him or uh, Clark cry. Let's okay. Go. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke cry. Okay. Um, So, okay, I'll go first. Uh, My first one is, I can't anymore. I never could. Got an emo streak to you, bud. I know. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's been going going for a couple of years. The second one is, she heard the gun, then nothing. Um, And then another one that said, he sighed relief. She said yes. These it all kind of sound like um, scrotal necrosis. No, like lyrics. Yeah. The the last one was the only good one. He sighed relief. She said yes. Presumably that's a proposal. Yeah, that one was good. Uh, The next one is his final thought. What's the point? And then maybe the most. uh, Maybe the saddest one is I washed my balls for this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to give you a hug up until that last one. Right. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, you're fine. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Well, also, if you uh, laugh, whatever. It's everything. Okay, now somebody else go. Gary. <laughs> We're getting the sign from the producer to move on. <laughs> <laughs> he was blinking that Gary, damn light. Go for it, man. Okay. Um, 12 tequila shots. Never drinking again. Yeah, that's, that's very then, good. Good. I, also, good. But I have another one, and it says, Smells like shit. Still feels good. <laughs> That's evocative. Yeah, that which is. was actually a sentence that was used. I mean, not in that context, but of course we picked it out and immediately put it in that context. There you go. And I was like, this would work perfectly right here. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. actually really good. Yeah, you did great. Uh, okay, you. Brett, bite All the right. bullet. My my six word story for the ten dollars. <laughs> Uh, six words, one task, trash can basketball. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. I know that I'm taking liberties with trash can and I know I'm taking liberties with basketball, but yeah. combining those into one word. Well, I think basketball is one word and maybe trash can sometimes, uh, but I get it. So literally 
your six word story is evocative of you trying to come up with the six word story. It's in you're, light of itself. Yes. You're doing that thing where, yeah, like mm-hmm. in movies where the writer is crumbling up the paperwork and throwing it. He woke up and it was all a dream. Yep. That's I'm, I'm, I fucking did it. Uh, the only other thing I want to say about flash fiction is that there's a very cool subreddit that's called two sentence horror where there's no word count, but it can only be two sentences and horror. It's ba- yeah. It's basically like a horror theme. So the one that's uh, the highest rated one is all my life. My parents have told me not to open the basement door, but I got curious and disobeyed them. And then the second sentence is, what is that glowing ball in the sky and why does it hurt my eyes? And just that, just kind of Lovecraftian. Oh. Okay, so this that's a perfect segue into this. So okay. I had a memory come up on Facebook the other day of something that I had written. It's from 12 years ago, and I don't know if this is something that I read and I thought was funny or if this is something I wrote. But here it goes. In my defense, I was beating off before the dog came in the room. <laughs> in his defense, I was in his doghouse. <laughs> shit that's great see you're good at this we just need to give you the two sentence the two sentence thing we just went with the six word one because it's got the hemingway story that may or may not have happened but oh hell yeah good job everybody uh okay you guys want to talk about movies sure we can talk about anything uh just last night i saw uh the new doctor strange movie the in the multiverse of madness and it was directed by sam raimi i like sam raimi and sam raimi is a yeah he's he's the king baby and uh and there was so many evil dead and army of darkness references oh shit in the movie like it was it's clearly a marvel like marvel studios who i i get is like a totally evil like they are destroying cinema as a whole but the entire western civilization is being destroyed so i'm just kind of playing in its blood at this point um it was it's their version of a horror movie like this is the first time marvel studios has tried to to be scary and it worked like there was uh there was a whole you know there's a whole bunch of like hands moving independently and then also like eyeballs opening up you know where there should be no eyeballs like it's very fucking evil dead and Raimi's like doing that thing that he does with the camera where the, there was the, semen coming out of holes where semen shouldn't be coming out of exactly. holes. Exactly. Uh, he's doing that thing with the camera where he's like following the invisible evil, you know, that classic. Yeah. Like the ATV going through the forest. Yes, exactly. The noises. Yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Yes. The darkness shit. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, it was I really enjoyed it. It was something that I hadn't seen Marvel attempt to do before. I thought it was cool that they got Raimi to do it. Um, uh, but one of my uh, one of the people that I follow as like a movie critic guy, get, like he did not care for it at all. And oh, no. his review is 45 year old Evil Dead to die hard, obsessively licking inside of a clearly empty dime bag of Raimi dust in front of a frightened 10 year old screaming Sam's back. That's like the best fucking review. I would be so proud if someone wrote a review of something that I had done. Yeah. So, I, so, you know, it's not it's not uh, quote unquote cinema. But uh, but I had fun at the movies. Yeah, their two two word review of their album Shark Sandwich. <laughs> Shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that they're doing a, a new Spinal Tap? No. Oh, really? really? 
I wonder if they're just going to redo it like it was or like I don't redo know. It with They've a got an interpretation. Those, all those dudes look so old and haggard that. Yeah. Well, like, they're going to use the same people. Yeah. Well, also, people. Uh, mockumentaries have like become a huge thing now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what The Office was. And like a lot of TV shows are like that. So, yeah, I really like when an artist takes a swing. You know what I mean? Like give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Try something. If I hate it, that's fine. You know, at least you you gave me, you know, what was like what you were doing, what you thought was cool or thought was sad or thought was whatever. You yeah. know, like art. Yeah, like art. That's what art is. It's people <laughs> taking big swings. And then I, you know, I can say, well, I didn't like this or I did like this. But that's what art is. It's just you have an idea and then you follow through with it no matter how shitty it is. Yeah. I once I once had an idea for a that's podcast. That's his podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did the same joke. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Great minds okay. think alike. And if great minds think alike, then obviously dumb minds think alike as well. That's so. true. Um, right, you want to just... get into a little bit of Book of Brent? I do. This is the nod from the producer once again. I don't know. I think (laughs) moving along, your COVID has gotten so bad. You just think someone's in the room with you. Like I don't know who this producer is. You keep talking about. Mom, I really like. We'll be done in a minute, Mom. Mom, I'm fucking busy, Ma. I'll take out the trash after this. I'm hanging out with my friends. My mom makes me call her the producer. Uh, Yes, this is a very cool segment where Brent tells us about a Bible story we like to call it the Book of Brent. Saddle up, partners. This is the Book of Brent. Oh, yeah. I loved it. What happened in the Bible this week, Brent? <laughs> what happened in the Bible this, this week? This week in the Bible. This, this week. This just in, in from Bible. Vice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Jonah and the big fish. A lot of people say whale, but that is not disclosed. It just says big fish. Okay. That's interesting. Jonah and the giant stingray. Could be. Jonah and the goldfish you let out into the river when you yeah. were four years old. Was it's one of those sunfish. You ever see one of them sunfish? Yeah, those things are them, massive. Them weird fucking flat things that are the size of fucking oh, yeah. SUVs. I hope for Jonah's sake that it was a whale and not a sunfish. That is cramped quarters. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's cramped either way, though, dog. Like that thing in like Pinocchio <laughs> where you can like make a campfire. See the rib? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I don't yeah, think yeah. that's how it works. I think- No, it is. Yeah, okay. God wrote a whole book about it. God did? Someone did. So that's another thing about Jonah is that they, it wasn't written where it's stuck in the Bible. There's there's prose and poetry and there's form and that wasn't a oh. thing. So this was obviously written later and then thrown back in where they thought it was appropriate. Describe Whoever. that. So, okay, so sorry. I don't know much about the Bible. But is the Bible supposed to be like a chronological like this happened and then this happened? Or is it it's, just a... I mean, they start at the beginning... And then they end at the end. Yeah. It's I mean I guess you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, so this it, is this is say again. This is like clearly written much later than it should should be appearing in the Bible. Is that correct? No, it's it's 
it was written later and then thrown where they thought it should be. So the, basically, this is oh. probably made up. <laughs> you think you think the story of Jonah and the whale is made up? <laughs> right, it's in the Bible. It's completely true. It's in the Bible. At least where it fits in the Bible, if in fact its placement is a chronological indicator, the prosaic and or poetic elements in prophetic literature of the time is a fairly decent indicator that this was written later on based on the notion that literacy was an uncommon practice in oh. an agrarian setting. Oh, okay. Meaning farmers didn't know how to fucking read or write back then. Yeah. Bronze or Iron Age peasants knew a lot about animals and surviving and not a lot about anything else. They weren't writing fucking books. Yeah, yeah. But they uh, probably had stories. They probably, you yeah, know. Yeah, people sitting around a campfire telling shit. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, Brent just coughed. Brent just coughed because of the COVID, everybody. Let's save that for prosperity. Brent and the big prosperity. COVID. So the story starts out, um, God goes to Jonah, the son of Amittai. And who's and that guy? Uh, some dude that had a kid okay. named Jonah who got eaten by a fucking fish. Oh, no. I hate when that so, happens. God goes to him and tells him to go to Nineveh and tell him that they're super wicked, as gods do. So Jonah was basically just like, I don't want to do that. So he ran to a town called Tarshish to get away from it. Why? He went to, uh, he went to Tarshish to go pick up some power converters. Oh, <laughs> I like that joke. <laughs> That's a go. good, fun joke for everyone. He was in a town called Jopa. Uh, I think it's called Jopa, but Jopa is the Russian word for ass. So I like saying Jopa. <laughs> Jopa. Yeah, welcome to ass. <laughs> welcome to yeah, ass. this is the bus stop at, in ass. I think I saw a short documentary titled Welcome to Ass. Before. Well, yeah, you saw a very short documentary. On yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I, did, I only got halfway through. He paid the fare and he got on board a boat and then God sent a big, big ass storm yeah. uh, because he was pissed off. He's like, yeah, you get your ass to Nineveh. So the ship was in danger of breaking up and all the sailors were fucking scared shitless. And they're all calling out to their own gods, small yeah. G gods in this sense. Oh, so Jonah at this point was passed the fuck out on one of the decks of the ship, uh, probably was fucking really drunk or really high. The captain goes down and wakes his ass up and uh, tells him that they're they're out of gods to pray to, basically. They're one god short of a miracle. Oh, I hate when that happens. They're just like, hey, who's your god? Is he different than our god? Well, fucking get up here. We gotta pray. Just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, like, yeah, my name's, my mine's name is Yahweh, and he's gonna ruin the world. That's different. Get up on deck. Let's start praying. He can't hear you down here. Get up in yeah. the storm. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, logically. Yeah. So uh, all the other, that's the other sailors, so affairs or all the people on the fucking boat were all casting lots up on the deck. Do you know what casting lots is? I do not at all. It's called claromancy. So it's it's basically reading bones or reading tea leaves, rolling oh. a dice to see who gets the highest number. A little real Jesus take the wheel uh, moment. Drawing straw. Oh, that's Yahtzee. cool. Whatever. Yeah. They're, they're playing fucking dice in the middle of a storm when they should be tending to a fucking boat. Is what they're yeah, doing. that's... Uh... God helps those who help themselves. Yeah, so, so yeah, Jonah, Jonah loses. And they're like, it's your fucking fault. And they start asking him like interview questions for a job. Like, hey, where are you from, man? Uh, you know, yeah. Hey, uh, what's going on? Who, who's doing this? You lost. So, you know, what's going on? Who what's your five year plan? What's um? what's some of your what's your best and worst qualities? All that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm a little too honest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't think that that's a problem. <laughs> so jo Jonah's like, I'm a Hebrew and I worship the Lord God of, God of heaven who made the sea in the land, which is direct. Yeah, sure. Yahweh. Like, well, hey, we're on the sea. It's all fucked up. So maybe this guy can fix it. I was praying to my God of the tree and my God of the bird. And I yeah. thought maybe they had a line to the dude who owned the sea. But if you, you yeah. got a direct line to this guy, uh, fucking let's do this shit. So they, yeah, they just all accepted it. And we're like, yep, yeah, that checks out. So they're like, what the fuck did you do to him? And so he 
you know, explains what he fucking did. Yeah. And they're asking, they're pounding him for answers about how to, you know, quiet the seas, their noogies and Indian burns, and they're why are you hitting yourself, Spitty Slurpee, all that shit. Yes, like, Spitty yeah. Slurpee. Oh, uh, trying to get all I that hate shit that. Out of them. That's the grossest one. <laughs> so Jonah is like basically just like, dude, chuck me fucking overboard and the storm will stop. He's like, just wow, murder me and it'll stop. It's my fault. That's pretty altruistic, especially for a guy who did not, who bailed on God just giving him one small task. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm having trouble like, capturing the character of what who jonah is too far into it bro okay so the sailors refused to do it they're like no we're not going to kill you and they tried to row back to land and everything just got worse and worse and worse and worse and so they all started praying to jonah's god be like hey we're going to kill this dude and don't put that on us like we're not murdering your follower yeah. um, they, were, they were really uh scared of it and uh chuck jonah overboard and then the sea got nice and calm and yeah, they good. all made sacrifices to jonah's god and pled allegiance to jonah's god completely accepting everything it's mm. really fucking astounding that they took time to like play dice in the middle of a fucking storm instead of take care of their shit yeah took time to spitty slurpee in the middle of a storm yeah yeah <laughs> they did all all the shit when they should have been fighting for their fucking lives and it's yeah, just yeah. not a plausible scenario and i don't understand it but they chuck uh, jonah in and then god has a big fish uh swallow him for three days and three nights which is i mean this is foreshadowing to the resurrection the bible loves three days and three nights jonah's in the belly of this giant fish he's like yep i get it i'm sorry god i fucked up I won't do it again. And God's like, cool. So God makes the fish swim up to the land and puke him up onto the fucking beach. <laughs> nice. I And I would fucking pay good money if that happened in this era to just be hanging out on the beach with your family. They're like, <laughs> end up on fail blog or something. A whale just comes up like, look, a whale. Somersault out of him. And now comes like a dude super fucking high on mescaline. <laughs> just being like, you got no idea, dude. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what I've been through, man. Yeah, that would be pretty great. Yeah, like some family like chiseled it on a rock and then like yeah. around the job site and was like, like Look at this guy. This fucking happened. Because that was the internet back then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So God's like, all right, well, fuck, you're going to Nineveh, huh? And oh, uh, shit. So yeah. he's still. Oh, still okay. expects it. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that the fish, it, he's there immediately. So the that fish, is. The fish took him to Nineveh. It is. Yo, that's huh. awesome. That's awesome. First of all, can you imagine how bad he fucking smelled? Yeah. Yeah. Like no shower. Three days, yeah. three nights. Just fucking. I got the poo on me. Just Joe Dirt mm -hmm. fucking down the beach. We're <laughs> rushing to Nineveh. Like, yeah. yes. Just like, fuck. Also, you oh. smell like whatever a whale's asshole smells like. Like. Ambergris, man. Yeah. What is Ambergris? Agree again. It's when a the... whale eats a squid, it can't digest the beak, and a calcium deposit forms around it. And so there's these big lumps of whale. It's not whale shit. It's just like a whale excrement. Do but they it's not throw shit. it back up? They either throw they... it up or they shit it out. And well, if they people... shit it out, it's shit. It's illegal. Like... It's illegal to own it because. Why? Because people start fucking killing whales to get it because it's like. There's a story. Uh, oh, fuck. Like a... Of course. Of like course. Croatia or something, people found a chunk of ambergris that was worth like $1.2 million. It was like a 30 pound. It's what in hell's expensive. name? And they use it for cologne and like Chanel number no. five. Is that what it is? Chanel number no. five, the popular show. Chanel number no. five is a thing. Yeah, I don't know anything else about it, but yeah, yeah. it's got ambergris in it. It's like a must musky weird scent that is very desirable, apparently. And it's a whale product. Well, of course, a whale pearl, specific type of whale, too. I don't remember what. Listen, it is. it's important 
at least it's important. No. Uh, I need a sarcasm font. All right. So we're moving on with this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the producer says. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> Uh, Nineveh is a big city. It, it says in the Bible, it says it's 120,000 people. So that is one Vancouver. Whoa. That's a Vancouver minus a Longview Kelso. Jonah went through the city yelling that in 40 days, Nineveh was going to be overthrown. And that's all he did. So they bought it. Every person in this town put on sackcloth and ashes, 120,000 people and their children all have sackcloth that they put on when they're mourning and they dump ashes on their head. So everyone has that just ashy clothes hanging in the closet. That they Humans eat. are fucking weirdos. Mm-hmm. Like we are a very strange species. A traditional public display of sorrow or wrongdoing. So okay. If you, if you killed a, your neighbor's dog. Yeah. And everyone was like, hey, you did that. You go sit in the city and with your yeah. sackcloth on and put ashes and be like, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. That was, that's like tar and feathering. Although that could be deadly, but it's the same sort of idea. I kind of like the idea of. Um, like Life of Brian, the rock salesman for the stoning. Like there's people like pre-ash sat yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mm. Okay. And so, so he ended up getting to the king. Even the king put the shit on. And there is a decree by the king that I would like you to do your best pompous oh. king reading, if you would. Okay. You want me to be the king? I want you to be the king. You've got a more kingly voice. Well, I don't know. My COVID voice is pretty sultry. <laughs> Actually, your COVID voice is uh-huh. excellent. Um what kind of king? What kind of king do you want? Let's go. Uh, I think we could do a Larry King. A Larry King. <laughs> you know, there's nobody. There's all. There's no other journalist who has been in like more movies. Like as himself. Just, just, yeah. As himself. Just being like, I'm Larry King and I am here with the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Welcome, Transformers. That's right. <laughs> Optimus Prime. Here I am in the studio with scrotal contusion. <laughs> with <a> scrotal <laughs> yeah. necrosis. Scrotal necrosis. Yeah. They are pimping their new album. Whatever. Dick Shark. Whatever the other <laughs> gross things are. Yeah. Uh, by decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animal, herds or flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. But let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. I like you got a little Marvin the Martian in there. Oh, God. (laughs) Everyone needs to repent. God may yet relent. And with compassion, turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. My space modulator is going to blow up the earth because it blocks my view. So it's people and animals need to be covered in sackcloth. So I looked up what the fuck sackcloth is. Does it cloth from a sack? uh, Made from coarse string, which is usually made out of goat hair. And so he's saying that all the animals need to be covered in sackcloth. Yeah. So do the goats need to yeah. be covered in goat yes. hair? Yes. Or can, you just Brent, rub, or can you just rub ashes on the no, goat? No, 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 no. Brett, this is the Bible. We have to make everything as stupid as possible. Otherwise, the God will get mad. Yes. Chickens? You have to shit. Yes, yes chickens. chickens. Pets? Chickens, to... chickens are wearing yeah. little sweaters, Brett. They're... Do you think a cat would put up with that shit? <laughs> I'm fucking trying to get cat to wear fucking sackcloth. Yeah, they're like, fuck you. If it's all made from goat hair... There's 120,000 fucking people. There's yeah. probably millions of animals. So there's yeah. so much sackcloth. It's just sackcloth emporium is the big. Yeah, yeah. This was a uh, God was like dope. 
Yeah, yeah, and they turned away from their evil ways, and he was like, "Cool, cool, 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 cool." Because of the sackcloth. Yep, you're all right. So let me just can I if I could recap. God is an uh, omnipotent, omnipotent presence Mm -hmm. who can do anything at any time. Yes. Uh, He bothers a a farm boy living on a moisture farm on Tatooine. Uh He's like, go to this city and tell them they all suck. Why he does it that way, why he doesn't just use the mayor of the city. There's so many questions. That guy, (laughs) for no, again, no apparent reason, goes, nah. And he bails into the ocean where God throws a storm at him like he's the mighty Zeus, causing the other way more badass sailors to chuck this kid overboard. A leviathan of some kind (laughs) comes from the depths of the sea, presumably using the hand of God. Like, this is the way God is choosing to get things done. God's playing in the bathtub with the fucking fish. He's like, yes, (laughs) chomps Jonah, spits him back out in his destination. Jonah shows up and is like, everybody wear this one kind of outfit and we will all look fab. And then they did. And then God was like, yes, this is what I wanted to happen. Yeah, it's like, thanks. That's all I wanted. It's not too much (laughs) fast. He's like your your Italian mother. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Was that so hard? Oh, oh, was that so difficult for you? You never call anymore. Once in a while, you call me. Who fucking calls finally? I just wanted this one thing. All of you look like very nice little goats. I will save you now. Uh, Yep. So it's what not a over. Stupid story. It's still oh. not over. There's oh, okay. no fucking lesson here. Um, Jonah got mad about it for for the reasons that we may be talking. I about. would be mad about it. Yes. I didn't want to do this shit, and everyone looks like a goat now, and I got eaten by a fucking fish, and this is dumb. Handle your own shit, bro. So he's he's being kind of a little bitch, but he's not in a fish anymore. So he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he sniveled a little bit to God, and he was just like stroked his ego a little bit. Calls him merciful and slow to anger, which is ridiculous, ridiculous because he's gonna kill all these. He's not those things. Forty days, forty days is slow to anger for a God. If it's sixty days, real slow. Twenty days, too fast. It's the sweet spot. Of Time means anger. nothing to him. Forty days is a microsecond for a God. Like he is an abusive boyfriend, and he, he scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. Why is it that the guy who's making the problem, he has the answers to? save me that's exactly like, that's called extortion he's like yeah. you, get, you get born and he's like he's like all right i'm gonna give this uh being a soul it's like hey nice soul you got there <laughs> be a shame if something would have happened to him. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah 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 no he's he's the christian god makes no fucking sense yeah he's great just, he's a great guy just doesn't make it so because it's like an accumulation of so many different gods right like mm-hmm. that's what yah and way are is that's a that those were two gods you ever hear? Th- I'm more of a yaw guy. Than yeah, I like I like yaw way more than way. Uh, <laughs> way yeah. guy's got some crazy ideas. Exactly. Yeah. So Jonah actually asked God to kill him. He's like, "Fucking, just kill me. I'm done." Yeah. He lays down in the desert and is just like, "Yep, fuck this. I'm over it." God makes a plant grow over him for shade, and then Jonah's like, "All right, well, this is the well, fucking- that's insane. This is the best plant ever." And he's like, "All right, things are looking up." And he goes to sleep, and then God has a worm come and eat his plant. <laughs> he's just fucking with him. He just had a face. Ah. That's just like. Yeah, and so he's like, God asks him, he's like, Jonah's like, fuck you, I want to die again. God says, you didn't make the plant. You didn't fertilize the plant. You didn't name the plant. It came up overnight, and it died overnight. 
he tries to compare do parallels with like the plant and Nineveh like you didn't know about them and then they are saved and now you're pissed about it just like the fucking plant um he calls the people of Nineveh idiots who can't tell their oh. right hand from their left he insults all the people of Nineveh and he insults all the animals and that's the end of the fucking story Jonah never does anything else he just one hit wonder one hit wonder. oh you gotta say, you gotta hate that I think he shows up later in one one minute in like some king's court at some point it- he doesn't really do. Mm. He doesn't do anything cool like getting scarfed down by a fish, yeah, or anything like that. So he's yeah. Well, if that had happened again, we would we would have heard about it. Uh, yeah. Pinocchio. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it does happen again. Pinocchio hap- does the whole uh, does the whole Jonah thing, and like yeah, it's it's right after uh, it's right after uh, Pinocchio is on that island of jackasses where it's like a th- very thinly veiled like metaphor of like young boys like to smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol and then they turn into a- jackasses like you ever okay, think don- get it donkey from shrek was from that world oh god <laughs> he was one yeah. of the kids from that island yeah a little was, bully kid yeah a little bully kid exactly yeah <laughs> uh cool story dude uh the bible is stupid that's a stupid story. It doesn't make oh, any sense, like logically. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. I just, I, th- I mean, I like. Don't give me no. Sorry, I like all the elements of the story. Like, there's a bunch of cool shit that happens, but like, it doesn't make any fucking sense why things would Mm-mm. go that way, or like. But, but they're really, they're, God's really cleaning it up with the book of Jonah. Not one penis was cut. Didn't cut one. Ah, uh, well, you hate to see that. This show. It's all about penis cuts, and uh, that's why I'm ending it on that note <laughs> at this point for some reason. Uh, yes, I think we had fun today. We did our podcast again. If you uh, enjoyed this podcast in any way, please uh, shoot us an email at completelyunsolicited at gmail.com. Tell us that you're listening. Uh, give us a six-word story. Tell us which one you liked the best. Uh, inform us about what's going on in your life. Tell us if you have COVID. Brent wants to know if you have COVID. Yeah. How do you get over it? If you, uh, if you write us you anything, die, dude. If you write us anything, we'll put it on the fucking show. Exactly. <laughs> We're desperate for content and friends. Uh, friends. But I don't know. I think I actually had a lot of fun uh, with this one. I feel like. We're talking about uh, dicks and reading Bible stories. Exactly. Like, that's <laughs> what we're doing here. This is our that never gets old. Never yeah. gets old. <laughs> this is our job. So uh, thanks, everyone, again, for listening. Uh, hit up the email. And uh, I have been Brady Birkenmeyer. I'm Brent Wilkinson. And I am Gary Bird. And this podcast <laughs> has been completely unsolicited. Yeah. You do, Brent. You seem to lose some energy there at the end. You tired? Uh, I'm fine. Okay, I'm good. Just really. I'm not that you. Uh, not that you performed poorly or anything. I just no. I just I don't feel well. I have to feel better. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I'm just. I'll miss you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna miss you. I'm not gonna die. <laughs> uh, it's been or, great knowing you. Thanks. All right, fellas. Goodbye. Bye now. See ya. Bye bye bye. Bye bye bye.